This is Main Menu for the 16th of June 2017, and we're doing things a little different because the show is very tight. Audiophiles and musicians will want to tune into this episode. We have a great panel, and we're talking about Friends in Art, an affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, and what we will be doing at the MIDI workshop scheduled to take place at this summer's convention. Next, Joe Hodge gives us a fabulous demo of the Sony Bravia TV. Enjoy the show, everyone. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, Main Menu listeners. This is your co-host, Jason Castingway, speaking, and I am very excited to have a great panel here with me. We have Lynn Heddle, the president of Friends in Art, the affiliate of American Council of the Blind. Derek Lane, and Hope Pobbenmeyer. Was that the correct pronunciation? You are, that's amazing. First time, there you go. Wow. A lot of people can't do that. You win. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's great. Well, I'm so glad to have you all with me. Today, audio and music enthusiasts alike may be interested to know that Friends in Art every year hosts a MIDI workshop. And I have never personally attended, but this year will be the first year for me to attend this MIDI workshop. And in those workshops, we talk about, well, MIDI, the different ways you can record your music compositions and audio projects, your fancy audio promos, for example, and what tools you need and all sorts of good stuff. Lynn, take it from here. Each year, Friends in Art does host a MIDI workshop at the ACB convention. It's been on various topics depending on the experts that are attending the convention who we can come and get to be on our panel and people attend and it's very informal as it's going to be this year. It takes place as it will this year in the Friends in Art suite and if I knew where that was I would tell you but at this point, I don't know where it's going to be. It's going to be where I'm going to live. So I have a vested interest in finding out where that is. But it will happen on Sunday at 1.15 in the afternoon. That workshop is on the pre-reg form. And I'm not looking at the form, so I don't know what the ticket price is, but it's not that much. But it will be hosted by these experts that we have here who are going to talk more about the programs that I know very little about. I'm just a novice here. But we want all of you audio files and people who just want to know about some of the music programs to come and join us in the workshop. We like to have people who are just beginning and people who are experts. And it's very informal, as I said. It is from 1.15 to 2.45 in the afternoon in the FIA suite. So if you haven't pre-registered, do so. You can always register there at the convention, but do come and join us for what is always a very lively and informative workshop. We will have a keyboard to work with and we will have experts to answer all of your MIDI questions. And I think we're going to hear later in this program about the programs that they are going to talk about. That's right. In the 2017 Conference and Convention program, the Friends in Art MIDI workshop mentions Logic Pro, and we certainly could talk about that, but since I have started talking with Derek, he contacted me originally for another reason, and then we started talking about MIDI and presenting, and Reaper came up because I had the pleasure of taking the CAVI Audio Ins and Outs course, which included Reaper, and I thought it would be great to include Derek in the presentation so that we could talk about Reaper. And then I learned just today that Hope Pobbenmeyer may be able to join us. So needless to say, I'm jumping up and down inside. So Logic is really cool because Logic, if you are familiar with the Mac and voiceover and don't mind testing your skills with the Mac and voiceover a a fair bit in some places, like I said, is a brilliant piece of software because you have your instruments, your pianos, your basses, your drums, your guitars, things like that, and you have your effects, you know, like your reverbs and your various other fancy things that you could put on those instruments, and it's all in one place. 
and you can do a fair bit of flashy, cool stuff with it. If you have, you know, an idea for a song, you could play the bass on your keyboard, change to a bass patch. But if you play the guitar or like Madam President over there, the harp or um, the kazoo or I don't know, any number of things, you could combine that with the actual audio you record. You can put it all together and add some slick stuff to it and make your song and do any number of other things with both the music that you play and the audio that you record. And all of that is accessible right out of the box. You don't have to go out and get extra components, although in the app itself there's an integrated area where you can download extra pieces that are not initially there. You have a number of templates from which to choose for your project, whether it be just vocals or maybe guitar and bass, different types of arrangements like that. So the downsides of Logic, though, are that you have them constrained to the Mac. If you do not know how to use the Mac, you cannot play with Logic. The upside of the thing is that, well, it's designed for the Mac, so you can pretty much know what to expect when you install it and configure it, and you will see the good and the bad and where the limitations are and how, if there's a possible way to work around them, you know, what that way is. And for what it is, Logic is um, reasonably inexpensive, if you call, what, 200 bucks and some change? Yeah, 200 bucks available right in the Mac App Store. Yep, so you can throw down 200 bucks, and you have some instruments, and you have a, a really cool sequencer, and some other cool audio toys on the side. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, there is no multi-platform solution that does this, that we can use. Multi-platform meaning that it could run on any number of things. The closest thing we have, which is incredibly powerful, and the other program we'll be discussing at this MIDI workshop, is Reaper. Reaper stands for the Rapid Environment for Audio Production, Engineering, and Recording. And with Reaper, which will run free forever because they trust that if you are making use of their software for any sort of gain, you will buy it for 60 bucks if you're a home user, and I forgot the business price, but it I don't think is all that much more. You have a full suite of audio recording and MIDI sequencing tools. You can, thanks to the Osara plugin for Reaper, developed by NV Access, the company that makes NVDA, see almost any aspect of your audio or MIDI data you want. You can look at your levels, you can get the readings in peak versus RMS for the, the you know audio enthusiasts. I know that makes you happy because you don't have to guess where your levels are. You can just look. Your MIDI data, you can read through. You can hear the notes. You can, when you hear a chord played, drill down into that chord and change any note in that chord. Hear the note played and read. It's pretty insane, the level of granularity and precision that we have with Reaper. And with it being multi-platform, your friend could work on it on their Mac for a little while, and then you could pick up where they left off on your Windows machine, and you're set. Uh, The downside to Reaper is that it's kind of a digital audio workstation, or DAW for short, that's built for geeks by geeks, which means everything is configurable. Everything. Everything. If you don't like the way the menu bar is structured, guess what? You can kill it off and make your own. There are communities who make Reaper themes that make it look like other programs. Someone made one that makes it look like Pro Tools. Another guy stripped the whole thing down and got rid of all music-related functions and made all your audio-related functions show up. So it's dedicated for podcast editing. So, for example, the ruler doesn't show measures beats. It shows minutes, seconds, or hours, minutes, seconds. And the menu bar is way smaller with just all of your audio toys and tools on it and things like that. So you have to do a little bit more to get a collection of instruments and things if you are a MIDI enthusiast. But it's doable. And Jason is going to be rocking some Logic. And... Derek's going to be rocking some Reaper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Hope comes into the mix here because 
she has another accessible music solution, which is a way of inserting instruments into these programs like Reaper and Logic. From a company called Native Instruments, the device in question being Complete Control, spelled with K. That's a funky spelling. So Complete Control is your synth of choice, may say. And some listeners may remember a while back, I think it was almost last year, I did a segment with Andre Louis where Andre demonstrated a lot of complete control sounds and talked about its accessibility on the Mac. She's going to have hers there, and it's going to be running under Reaper. So you'll be able to see that there as and well. Windows. Yep. That's right. I'm looking forward to that. Basically, as you heard from Jason's previous demonstration with Andre, you know that a lot of sounds and a lot of patches can sometimes come pre-affected, meaning they've got like some reverb on them, they've got some extra vibrato that you really maybe don't want. And there were many times, especially if you're using Windows, uh, before Reaper, it was hard to kind of affect those pre-affected patches. You had to kind of work with what you had, unless you really, really knew what you were doing. Reaper and Complete Control kind of make that a lot easier. It's a keyboard that will let you look at every single parameter of a patch, as long as the patch is complete compatible, and that's a whole other can of worms. But this keyboard, it's very accessible. You can see everything from vibrato, reverb, you can tune a patch. And it just makes the whole recording MIDI in Reaper or whatever DAW you're using much, much easier, a lot more streamlined. It really opens up a lot of things. So I want to be there and kind of demonstrate that a little bit and show what there is to show. It's, I'm still learning myself, so... I think I we all are. The it. learning never stops. No. <laughs> now, when you say keyboard, the keyboard itself isn't performing the functions of recording and playing and things like that. Correct. You're referring it, to... Two buttons on the key, like a transport. It basically is acting as a control surface. That's the control part of complete control. So um, when you hit record on the keyboard, it tells Reaper to record. Correct. So the keyboard is just a thing that passes instructions along to Reaper, to Logic, to Pro Tools, to Samplitude, to any of these other programs that respond right. to such things. Cool. Now, and it looks pretty, too. It lights up, apparently, I've been told. Ah, nice. <laughs> it's one of the brightest looking. It has a light guide. <laughs> I guess it shows every note, every time you change a parameter, different colors for different patches, if you can see. So I guess it's just fun all, all the way around. Yeah. Now, one of the things that strikes me is that with a keyboard like that, and Reaper with Osara, gosh, you can just get right to your work. You don't have to fiddle with very much of anything. You get the feedback you need, you got the knobs and buttons to push, and you can just record. Exactly. It's almost like having everything hardware. And I say that, like, you know, the old, back before there were computers, we just had sequencers recorded right into the keyboards. It's almost like that with the software. And, well, I'm using Windows 10. That makes a huge difference, but it's kind of amazing. I bet. So those of you who use a Mac regularly are familiar with the process of interacting, and sometimes there are several levels deep with which you have to interact in order to get information. And there is a bit of that in Logic Pro, for sure. One of the things I appreciate about Reaper and Osara is that the feedback is given no matter where you are, there are so many keyboard shortcuts. You can perform your tasks, get the feedback, and keep on moving. You don't have to left arrow, right arrow, interact, stop interacting, all this kind of stuff. So I really appreciate that aspect. And with the way these things work, you can actually... Now, again, this is stuff that would take a lot of setting up. But you can bring parts in and out of each thing. So let's say you like editing audio better in Reaper, and you like the MIDI structure of Logic. Guess what? You can tie them together in some very interesting and fun ways. That's right. And that's what we're going to do at this MIDI workshop. We are going to bring all this stuff together. We're going to have the hardware set up to show you how the stuff works, let you uh, ask any questions you may have, and 
who knows maybe have a jam session or two in fact i was gonna I say hopefully entertain you yeah, yeah you never know or get you to entertain or us get you enter- exactly <laughs> or maybe yeah. a collaborative thing well it sounds like that we are in for an action-packed hour and a half just to start things off with all of these enthusiastic audio folks and i certainly appreciate them because the program for everybody has to be in by the end of april and at that time, after the program was turned in, and we saw that some people that were going to do some of these presentations were not going to be at the convention, I got sort of feeling lonely and was wondering if I was going to have a keyboard sitting in the suite with no one to play it. And then, lo and behold, these wonderful folks have come to rescue us and to really bring some life to this workshop and it's going to be a really exciting thing on Sunday afternoon at 1.15. And so regardless of what it says in the program, this is what's going to happen at this workshop. So everybody come and be prepared to learn and have some fun. Immediately following the workshop, there will be the showcase auditions for the showcase of the performing arts, which takes place on Tuesday night. However, between the time that the auditions take place and whatever time there is, as I said, I'm in the suite and I can work with people and we could easily schedule, uh, you know, jam sessions, uh, practice sessions, demonstrations, whatever we want to do because we're going to have a keyboard in there and the sky's the limit as far as I'm concerned and we can just see what happens and you know, give everybody a chance to not only participate in the workshop, but to continue to learn from these wonderful experts after the fact and continue to get questions answered. I just wanted to mention one other thing that Friends in Art has done that people may or may not be aware of for the past several years. We have sponsored a list serve called MIDIMAG, M-I-D-I-M-A-G, the address to subscribe to the listserv is quite lengthy. We'd be happy to put it in the show notes. Gordon Kent and Mike Mandel are still the administrators of the listserv, and Mike tells me that a lot of other groups have sort of sprouted from the listserv and formed other groups about you know various things about MIDI that they're discussing. So it's a great place to start, and it's worldwide, and it's been rocking for several years and friends in art did start that list serve and we are very proud that we've been able to enable so many people to get connected and learn about all kinds of platforms and all kinds of software and learn from each other about all sorts of midi topics and speaking from learning from each other we are actually going to be in the exhibit hall Friends and Arts does a booth at the exhibit hall traditionally and we're going to be there from time to time I'm going to try to figure out how to have a small setup there. So in case somebody misses the MIDI workshop, we could do a little bit of demoing without taking up a lot of space or being intrusive. I'll have the complete control keyboard as well. If so if people want to take a look at that, they certainly can. The booth is 7 and 8. We're right across from the ACB Mini Mall. I do know that. We have a really good place right in near the front. We'll be selling t-shirts. Other people will be selling stuff down there, so we'd love to have you come by. That is so noisy, it might make more sense to schedule some things maybe in the suite so that you'll have a quieter place to, you know, do some demonstrating and deal with people's questions, so that might work better. Yeah, we're also going to be selling tutorials for Reaper, too. The audio from various classes from a couple of semesters of the audio ins and outs courses have been sort of bound together in a very cool package that is available to all convention attendees. So for a hundred bucks, you get the audio of the audio ins and outs course, the essentials, which basically is computer slash platform slash program agnostic. It teaches you things like what kind of microphone should I use to record what kind of instrument when there's weird noises in my audio, what are those noises and where are they coming from? How do I fix them? Do I need a mixer or not? What's a mixer? Do I need an audio interface? So I may already have one and don't know it. How cool is that? What are the ways to make the best use of 
the things that I have and where can I find info about things that I may need and how do I read past the marketing speak to actually get to the substantive information. That's what that is. And then the Reaper class teaches you everything from installation to getting a project down with um, it's though it's it's mainly audio, not MIDI. We we have a dedicated thing for that, but we're not selling that at the convention. Cavi just wants to sort of make people aware of the fact that these courses exist and bring them into kind of the world of Reaper to see if they're interested. And if nothing else, grab the Audio Essentials course and you may like what you have and how you have it set up, but may want to make it just a little bit better. And all that audio is going to be 100 bucks on a thumb drive. It's about 30 hours of audio for 100 bucks. So wow. I don't think it get much cooler than that. No, I haven't even heard it and I highly recommend it. <laughs> you were around for and, the fair majority of it because oh, okay. we took the best parts of last semester's courses and the semester before and right. we took the lectures that were the best in each topic and put them together to make this and i will have as well a braille reaper keyboard guide it's not going to have everything every single key but it's going to be a lot of the most popular and the most sort of used and try to have that at convention and if supplies run out definitely more toward the middle of the summer that's fabulous I want to thank everyone for joining me. Thank you, Hope, Lynn, Derek. Uh, this has been a great, I think, overview for anyone who's considering attending the convention, and especially for those who have seen the program and say, hey, what is this MIDI workshop about? Well, thank you so much for inviting me, for sure. This is going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you guys are all going to be on the showcase. Yeah, we need some singers and dancers and kazoo players, players and if you're a blind mime i'm sure everybody will take your <laughs> word slash actions for it and do your thing and we'll smile and nod and you know whatever have we actually has actually had that? a blind mime before no but we have had a blind belly dancer uh-huh. hmm. huh. it was audio described too okay well nice. there you go all right and with that wonderful thought we will see you all at convention Hey everybody, my name is Joe Hodge. I'm here going to be doing a recording of the Sony Bravia TV. I'm going to have Randy put the model number in the show notes because I didn't really have a great way to read it off to you. I have a braille display, but I left it at work, so <laughs> that doesn't help me now. Uh, so uh, there's three models, and I'm going to explain why I like the Sony TV, and we're going to go over a few things before I demo it. Uh, so the Sony Bravia TV is a 4K TV. Uh, you have to have the 4K to have the accessibility features that I'm talking about. So the problem with the 4K is that it is a little bit more expensive. I paid roughly around $600 for mine. There, I have a 49-inch TV, the 700 series. There is a 43-inch, but it was only like $20 less. Uh, so I decided to one-time cater to the side of people that would be coming around. So basically, starting with the basics, there is two screen readers. That's of very important note. And sometimes they read things differently. Uh, TalkBack works with apps better at times, and Sony reads with certain apps better. Uh, I will tell you now, Sony does work with Amazon, Netflix, and YouTube, and the guide for my dish, where TalkBack does work with Netflix does work with YouTube, does not work with Amazon. Also, TalkBack works with TuneIn. And I'm going to show you TuneIn Radio here in a second where TalkBack works and the Sony one doesn't, just to give you an idea. And maybe I'll turn on TalkBack and show you Amazon Video, what it does. It's important to note that because other TVs do not have two screen readers. So, I mean, if you get, uh, I think Philips has Android TV as well. If you get that, you're not going to get the second screen reader, which is going to hinder some of your results. The other thing that I've heard, and I did a lot of research when buying this Sony TV. I know you guys, Jason and uh, Randy, were talking a lot about TVs last week, and Randy was talking to his TV guy. The, the one thing, Randy, that I would say that I heard you say that I would disagree with is Sony is known... Uh, from what I've read online, to actually give older TVs in the lineup updates. 
uh, where Phillips and other companies do not. So basically, what you buy is going to be what you get from most of these companies on t- you know the software. However, Sony has in the past gone and updated Android on older models. Last year in December, people that bought a TV in 2015 got the Android uh, Marshmallow. And this year, the same people are going to get Nugget in about probably three weeks. Where Philips and different companies like that are not doing the same thing. So... Yes, you pay a little more for the Sony, but I feel like you get more bang for your dollar, so to speak, with updates. And as far as accessibility goes on Android, we all know that the better, the more the updates, the better accessibility gets. Now, there is a 700, 800, and 900 series with the Sony Bravia model. There's not a lot of difference from what I can tell. The 700 and 800, the only difference is onboard graphics. There is a voice remote that comes with a 900. Uh, that is very nice. You can buy one though on Amazon or eBay, so I wouldn't spend three or four hundred extra dollars to get the 900 series. I mean, for for if you're totally blind, it really isn't going to do a whole lot for you. So I bought my voice remote that I'm going to demo here in a minute for twenty four dollars. This also does work with Google Home. I'm going to actually demo that right now. Okay, Google, play Aaron Lewis on my TV. So, you can hear the Google Home there, and then you can hear my surround sound there. Uh, I'm going to get up and show the TV sound here in a second. I just wanted to demo that. Okay, Google. Stop. And you can hear it actually stopped on my, on my TV, and then goes back to my Dish Network, which is really cool. So, let's, without further ado take a look at this thing i'm gonna mute my dish network because really the sound of the tv uh well i guess i'll take that tv changer with me i'm sorry i have to kind of move around for this to get the best sound quality here so one thing to note is and why i have to move around so much is the talkback or the sony screen reader will stay on your external tv speaker i have actually not found a way to change that i think that's the only way you can do it, but don't quote me. I've dug through sound settings and stuff and just haven't really found anything. Uh, but then my my Dish Network or YouTube or Netflix goes over my surround sound system that I have. So I like it, though, because I can just mute that and hear the talkback or the Sony Screamer just fine. Uh, but uh, for demoing it in a podcast, it makes it more hard because i got to get it up here where you can hear the speakers really well. So I'm going to hit the home button here, and we're going to look at TuneIn Radio. Uh, well, let's look at Netflix and stuff first, and then I'm going to do TuneIn Radio before I shut off the Sony screen reader, and I'll switch over to TalkBack at the end and just show you how it works with some of these, how it doesn't work with some of these apps, and also works with some apps that the Sony, you know, it's kind of confusing. So first things first, I'm in Dish Network right now. I'm actually going to do that first and get that out of the way. Um, so we have Dish Network, and I have a talking dish i have the hopper three but the problem is i can't control speech or uh rate or i can't control rate of speech i can't do anything really with it as far as customization um i know shannon demoed it last week and it's really cool because it gives us more access than anything we've ever had i'm glad i have it but this is really cool so i'm gonna hit the guide button here and i'm actually gonna so you hear the dish on so i'm gonna turn it down for for now okay so now I'm gonna hit the guide button on my remote. Guide grid screen, ESPN HD, 140, Sports Center, Tuesday, May 9th, 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Program. So that's that's telling you what's on currently. So if I hit right. Okay. E60, Tuesday, May 9th, 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Four pictures, perfect. Okay, so I wanna know what's what that's about, because I have no idea what that is. Program info screen, E60, view. So that's view, which really wouldn't do anything at this point. Genre, sports, documentary features perfect and near-perfect games in Major League Baseball history. View. So basically that gives you a little summary. I'm going to show you something else because that really wasn't very detailed. But if I click External view, input screen. that will just change the channel to ESPN. It really HDMI doesn't do anything. It doesn't, it doesn't connect with my DVR or anything like that. It just switches it to ESPN. So basically, my dish is telling me that SportsCenter is on right now because obviously that hasn't started. 
So I'm gonna hit guide again. Guide grid screen. ESPN HD. One TBS HD. One hundred thirty nine. Seinfeld. Tuesday, May 9th, 6 p.m., 6.30 p.m. So TBS. 24th, the race. Seinfeld. Tuesday, May 9th, 6.30 p.m., 7 right. p.m. 13.20. Seinfeld. Tuesday, Seinfeld. Tuesday, the Big Bang Theory. Tuesday, May right, 9th, so 8 p.m., 8.30 see... p.m. 6.24, the Expedition Approximation. So if I hit enter. Program info screen. Genre, entertainment. Raj and Sheldon try to simulate a dark matter research expedition. After a fight about money, Penny and Leonard turn to Bernadette and Wolowitz for advice. Image copyright. Now when I hit select, I just hit left, and it goes over. It goes over to tell you the, what's on. So if I hit right again, it's going to go to view. Now if I hit right, it's actually going to show me the cast. Leonard, Johnny Galecki, Leonard Hofstetter, Simon Helberg, Howard Wolowitz, Melissa Roch, Bernadette Rostenkowski, Bill Freddy. Dave Goach, Phil, Melissa, Simon Helberg, Johnny Galecki, Jim Parsons, Sheldon Cooper. And what you have to do is kind of like a grid. So you have to you get to the bottom and you have to go back up. I think the other people are like producers. It really doesn't tell me what they are. Kanal Niar, Rajesh Kutrapoli, Mark Sandrowski, Chuck Lorre, Mayim Bialik, Amy Farrah Fowler, Kaylee Cuoco Sweeting, Penny. So there we go. So I'm going to hit uh, back. Guide grid screen. TBSHD. All right. 139. Now, I'm going to just uh, type Tuesday, in a May channel 9, here. Tuesday, May 9th, 8 p.m., 8 p.m. 6.24. 1. 6. Actually, well, let's do. Let's see what MLB network. 1. 5. 0. So now, it doesn't really tell me anything here, but if I hit down. Fox Sports 1 HD. Oh, 150. I'm sorry. MLB Baseball. Tuesday, May 9th. So I know MLB Baseball's on Fox Sports 1. New York Yankees at Cincinnati Reds. So if I want to watch that, and I hit program info screen, view, external input screen, you will actually hear my dish. Dish Network HDMI four. Down here quick enough. We've seen elevated but performance out of them yes, this season. What do you think has made the? You actually hear it say uh, what's on. So uh, what I want to do here, let me hit guide again real quick. Guide grid screen. Fox Sports One HD. One hundred fifty. NASCAR Race Hub. So actually, NASCAR Race Hub is on at six, and then MLB Baseball's on at seven. So if I go down. MLB Network HD. One hundred fifty-two. MLB Baseball. Tuesday, May nine. 3:30 p.m. 6:30 p.m. Texas um, Rangers. It's good. It's good for everybody. Okay, so that, that's actually on now. So I'm gonna click on that. Screen. Dish Network HDMI 4. Watching MLB Rangers at Padres. So you can hear that I switched the channel. Now, the cool thing is there's a quick actions button on here. There's actually a Netflix button and there's actually a Google Play button. I'm going to turn this back down just for a second. Like I said, I just want to show it changing. Okay. So you have that. You can also, there's actually an IR sensor you have to plug in. That's how it's changed. That's how it's sending, you know, information to the, to the satellite box. When you get this, there's actually a little IR blaster. You plug it into the side of the TV, and then you take it, and you put it down by the dish, and then that controls this. It does, Like I said, it does not control your DVR or anything like that, at least that I've been able to find. So I'm going to hit this quick actions button in here. So I'm, I'm in my dish still, and actually, I know I keep saying I'm going to turn it down, but I want to show you how cool this is. Like, I've actually not really seen anything like it. Um, so I'm in my dish network here. I'm going to hit this quick actions button. And I'm gonna hit Go. down. Switch profiles. So last man standing. S5. It's actually pulling my Netflix. So the last thing I watched was Last Man Standing. So if I click enter on that, it's gonna go from Dish Network to Netflix and play Last Man Standing. Twenty-one minutes, twenty-four seconds remaining. And it's playing now. Press OK to pause. I mean, isn't that cool? I mean, there's no audio description on this, so I'm not gonna let it play too long. But I just wanted to show you that you could actually go from Dish to Netflix that fast. And it just puts your recently viewed items up there. You can't get to the whole Netflix catalog there. Now I think if I hit back though twice, I'm on the browse screen. I wanna go from the home screen. So we're gonna go to home. Home screen, search action. I'm just gonna show you. Preparing recommendations. TV software update info, Netflix. Okay, so now I'm on Netflix. That was my home screen. There's a TV update the coming out. Screen. It's not out right now. In the spotlight but it, row. But I am on in Netflix in now, so I can hit down. In the My List row. Three titles in this row. 13 Reasons Why. I can hit right. Fuller House. House of Cards. And I can hit down again. Season 5. Cup. 
in the new releases row. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me let talk. In let the me let, so, row. let me let the Sony screener say the end row. here of what it says. House of Cards. Season five coming May 30th. The ruthless politician will stop at nothing to conquer Washington D.C. in this Emmy and Golden Globe winning political drama. I'm gonna 2016. Hit. I'm gonna Rated hit TV left. MA. Four seasons. So, High definition. Wow. 5.1 audio. <laughs> this is a lot more than I anticipated. I'm not gonna hit left. Fuller House. The Tanner family's adventures continue as DJ Tanner Fuller shares a home with her sister Stephanie and friend Kimmy who help raise her three boys. 96% match. 2016. Rated TVG. Two seasons. All right, now I'm going to hit down. High definition. In the new releases row. 75 titles in this row. The Secret Life of Pets. F. The Crown. Finding Dory. Grace and Frankie. Now I'm just hitting right. Zootopia. I'm going to hit down again. In the trending now row. 75 titles in this row. Grey's Anatomy. Uh, let's go Enjoyment. back up and we're going to do House of row. Cards. Um, Three titles in this row. Because. Fuller House. Uh, well, actually, we'll do Fuller House. I haven't even watched that yet. So, On the details screen I mean, for I've Fuller House. with my girlfriend the season one. Play season one, episode one. So if I go to one of five so buttons. I can hit I can play season the one. Family's adventure. I can hit down. Episodes and more. I can see episodes and more. Buttons. Audio and subtitles. Audio and subtitles. Now buttons. let me click on that. Subtitles. English CC. We got subtitles. French. Now I'm just hitting down. Simplified Chinese. Spanish. Traditional Chinese. Audio. Cantonese. English 5.1. English. English audio description 5.1. Okay, currently gonna, selected. I'm gonna okay. So as you heard it say currently selected. So I'm just gonna press enter on that. Audio, five of twelve buttons. Uh, English. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. English audio description 5.1. Okay, I'm gonna hit back. Currently selected, audio and subtitles. Okay, I'm gonna hit up. Episodes and more. I want to show you this Two screen. So episodes and more. We have the episodes and you more can, screen you can for hit, Fuller House. You can hit select play season and one, play episode one. Season one, episode one. Our very first show, again. The entire Tanner clan comes together for a final reunion before the family home is sold, but parting turns out to be tougher than expected. Okay, you can hit down or up, but if you hit left. Menu. One of three buttons. Season two. You can hit down and go to season two. So Se I'm just going to go to season, play season one. I'm just going to play season one, one, episode one, just to show play. you. 36 minutes, Letters 13 seconds remaining. Background, then turn red. Netflix. Press OK to pause. Bold black lettering over shield logo bearing the letters WB forms Warner Horizon Television. A baby sits in the back of a convertible. And there we go. Um, so now let me just quickly 30, home screen. go look at Play Amazon Instant Video. Moana, 2016. Play movie, TV uh, so what I'm seeing here when I hit home Moana, is recommended things for me. So as Android TV sees what you watch, and this goes for your Dish Network or anything, it pulls up information here. Uh, so I can hit right. Fandango no Sony, so enjoy video and TVs, get the best from your TV, how to videos. Fair on the bike park, Molino, Bordeaux, Slovakia, YouTube, Dushan, watch TV, you can watch live TV. The Chad Benson Show, tune in radio, Chad, Sounders, desk site, Sony, these are just kinda, TV, software update. I've never really seen it do anything great, although one time I was watching that 70s show with Mila Kunis, and after that I hit home, and it was like, watch Mila Kunis do a house renovation for her parents or something, and it like, took me to that on YouTube, and it was kind of... It was kind of freaky, but cool in a way. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to go to Amazon Prime. Amazon Video. Or Video. I'm going to click in on that. Now, this does not work with TalkBack at all, and I'm going to demo that Loading. at the end because... Text-to-speech ready. To navigate this it's application, really weird, use the directional buttons on your down, remote. Originals. Movies. I'm just hitting down. TV. Now, if I want to hit, I'm going to press enter on TV. Selected. TV carousel list. New and content loaded. Use can, up and down to find an item. Press select to choose. I can hit right or left Use up or and up down, down to find an item. Press select to choose. Uh, so I'm going to hit down. Main menu. Video library. Press up and down. TV. Video li watch list. Settings. Navigation not possible. Navigation I'm watch at the list. Bottom, video so library. Go, TV. I'm going to go TV and I'm going to hit right. TV carousel list. Featured list. Use up and down to find an item. Featured list. Loading. Featured. Bosch Season 3. American Gods. 8. Better Call Saul Season 3. I'm going to head down. Eight. Navigation not possible. 
Okay, apparently Navigation, I can't do that. The American right. Sneak Peek, <laughs> Catastrophe, Season, Transparent Season 3, The Man in the High Castle, American Playboy, The Hugh Hefner, Dulcinea, Include, Mr. Robot, Season 1, American Horror Stories, Navigation Menu, Watch Next, TV Shows Section, um, Amazon Original Series so Section, yeah. Amazon Channel Section, Ultra HD TV, Amazon, Amazon, Watch Next, Featured Section, Navigation Not Possible, Watch Next, TV Shows Section, American Horror Story Season 5, Included, Navigation Menu, Amazon Original, Amazon Channel, Ultra HD, Top Rated TV, Trending TV Section, Top Rated so And you can press next, Enter, so TV like if I would hit section. Watch Next, I only watch Unsolved Mysteries, but it'll bring that up, so I'm going to hit Select. Watch Next, TV Shows, Unsolved Mysteries, Original Robert Stack Episodes, Included with Prime, Captions, Hosted by Robert Stack, This Series Uses Reenactments and Floating. Unsolved Mysteries, Original Robert right. Stack, Episode 4, Episode 4, Episode 3, Episode 3, Included with Prime, Captions, Season 1, Floating, Floating. It gives you a description, I'm just trying to... Video you know, Use the select button on your remote to play or pause. I could literally Unsolved let this, mysteries, let this thing talk Robert forever, Stack, but... Episodes, uh, episode three playing pause button. Use left and right to navigate so video I'm going to head home, get out of that. Home screen. Uh, MLB, like I said, the apps I've used... There's no way to mute it. The apps I've used are MLB TV, TuneIn, iHeart, Amazon Video, Netflix... Uh, Google Play. I've not done anything else really. The App Store, uh, Google Play Store. I've used that. Uh, one app that does not work is SiriusXM. Um, but let's go ahead and take a look at settings real quick because I think that's something that people shop. would be interested in. Channels settings. So if I click on settings, channels. You have channels. External inputs. External inputs. Picture and display. So like, for example, let me just go into picture and display. Picture adjustments. Adjust the picture settings such as brightness, color, and hue. Screen. Adjust the aspect ratio and viewable screen area. I'm going to click wide on that. Wide mode. Wide zoom. Wide. Auto wide. On. Wide mode. Full. Auto wide. 4, 3, default. Off. Auto display area. On. Display area. Normal. Screen position. So you can kind of see all those settings. So I'm going to get back screen. out of that. Adjust the aspect ratio and viewable screen area. It's kind of interesting to put this TV Picture sound back on. <laughs> sound. Uh, you can go into sound. There's nothing really exciting in there, but... Sound adjustments. Adjust to experience the different sound effects. Speakers. Audio system. So like if I want to click enter. Audio system. TV speakers. Audio system. Speakers. Okay. Audio, um, sy audio system prioritization. On. Headphone, audio out. Headphone. There is a headphone jack on here. Headphone speaker link. Speakers off. Home theater control. Turns your audio system on and allows you to control it. I think you have to have a Sony. Home theater control. Turns your audio system on and allows you to control it. System sounds. Home home theater control. Turns your audio system on and allows you to control it. I'm just trying to see if it reads anything in here. I clicked enter, but it does not really read me anything. That's interesting. Um, home theater control. System sounds. On. Digital audio out. PCM. TV position. Tabletop stand. So I go in Tabletop here. stand. Wall mount. Tabletop stand. TV position. Tabletop stand. Digital audio out. PCM system sounds home home head headphones head headphone audio so, sound kind of gives you an idea. Let's um, home screen settings. Let's go back and look channels. at channels. I had network, but there's network. Google Cast, Bluetooth settings, voice remote control. Yeah, let me demo that real quick actually home before screen. I start messing with topics. So th real there's a button here, and I'm gonna just say um, channel three. Voice input mode. Click to speak. External input screen. And it's actually going to take... Dish Network HDMI 4. And it's going to turn it to channel 3. Just by my now voice. watching NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. And I can actually ask it questions like you can on Google. So this is the Nightly News. Live TV. It's around the country. 
Today, the governor is saying it's a serious situation. And they are what time do the Chicago Cubs play tonight? Workers in the public. But the voice input mode. Click to Chicago Cubs are playing Colorado Rockies today at 8.40 p.m. Chicago Cubs. Upcoming. Voice input Did mode. the Cubs Click win to earlier today? Voice input. No. Chicago Cubs lost to Colorado Rockies 10 to 4. Dang. Chicago Cubs. <laughs> Final. Ranks so home, home screen. So that you, and you can also. You can. Let me mute this piece you, can, you can actually launch YouTube, Netflix, any app. You can just say open, blah, 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 and it will open it. So uh, I'll just demo that real quick too. Open YouTube. Voice input mode. Click to speak. Home. All right, and then we're in YouTube. So if I hit right here, Xiaomi Square Box Two Sound, Amazon Echo Dot Top Five Uses, Sony A One A One E Four K HDR OLED TV Review. All right, AV4 so we're gonna click on that. Big play, play. Now the cool thing is, I'm in this screen here, and it's gonna start pause. doing the review. I'm gonna hit pause on that. Hello and welcome to a short video. Yeah, okay, there we go. Now if I hit down, like, I can actually like it, dislike, dislike it, captions. Uh, you can turn on captions. Quality. You can choose quality. Captions. And that's it. Like, report. And then you can also report it. Sony A1 OLED and then it, TV. It gives Sony you KD a list of. A1. Review. It also Home gives screen. you a list of similar Playing videos, which is really cool. Channels. Um, Settings. So let's go in here. Home screen. Go, let's go down Network. to the part everybody wants date to see. Time. <laughs> Location, date and time. Location. Yeah, date and time. Language. Keyboard. Home screen. Search. Speech. Accessibility. So let's speech. go to speech first. See what's in there. Speech output on. Language English U.S. Speech out block offensive words on. Settings block offensive words off. There we go. I wanted to turn that off. I don't know why. Speech output language English U.S. Okay. Now we're about to go back. Speech. Is there nothing in there? Accessibility. We're gonna go to accessibility. Captions. Audio description on. Services. Text to speech. I'm gonna go to text to speech first. Preferred engine, Google text to speech engine language, English, United States. Install voice data. Speech rate, fast. Very slow. Speech rate, very slow. Very slow, slow. Now I'm going down. Normal, fast, very fast. Speech rate, very fast, play sample. This is an example of speech synthesis in English. Speech rate, very <laughs> fast, very slow. North fast. Speech rate fast. fast. Um, Install voice data. Language. Preferred engine. Google text to speech engine. Google text to speech engine. That's the only one that's in there. Um, Preferred engine. There Google text text to speech services. We're gonna go to services. Screen reader on. Uh, I'm gonna turn talk back on first. Text magnification. Talk back off. State off. Configuration state on. Disagree. Agree. State on. I make, back on. I make sure to have it on because State I don't want to be in a situation list. where I don't have Services out a of list. screen reader. Top back. Off. Text magnification. Screen reader. On. Off. Stop screen I'm reader. Stop Cancel the Sony button. One. Okay. But settings. Screen reader. Off in list. Now we have this. The, we have talk back. Now I'm gonna go show you Amazon Instant Video, which is actually let me show you the guide first. So this will demonstrate it pretty well. So I'm gonna go into the guide. Do not take if allergic to Farsiga. If you experience symptoms of a serious allergic So it'll tell you wave three because that's what it was last time, but I cannot hit down or up or anything. It just, I can hit enter. Program info screen, NBC Night And I can, I can see view. I can hit back, but I can't arrow up or down. I can't, I just can't do anything. It's, I don't know why it's like that. Uh, let me show you the Amazon video. Amazon video. So we're going to load that back. Now check this out. Amazon <laughs> video. Loading. Text to speech ready. To navigate this application, so says, use the direction. Says the same stuff, but if I press down, menu. Amazon video. I hear Amazon video, and that's it. It does not read me anything else on that screen. Now, one app that it Home will screen. work with selected that playing mouse Sony does not. Amazon Vid Hulu. Play games in TuneIn Radio. Is TuneIn Radio. So if I click on TuneIn, it works with TuneIn Radio really well. If I click tune on TuneIn Radio, Radio, I can selected premium content in list navigation shows me menu. Premium content. Selected. No stations are shows available. Navigate. Selected. Premium. 
Selected local radio. I'm going to click on double uh, tap to active. Selected 88.1 WNAS for selected 80. Selected 91.9. Selected 94.3. 94.3 to Wolf. Tune in radio. Click on that. It'll actually. Selected 94. Play button. Press Alt plus enter to activate. Now with Bluegrass Cellular. I'll pause that. So uh, you can see TalkBack actually Home does screen. read that really well. Um, Selected if, playing mouse. If I go back. YouTube, enlist games, out games shop, <laughs> channels, enlist inputs. Selected. Now, the, channels, where it says channels inputs, inputs double tap I can actually hit right and here and see press. the inputs. On my, I only have my dish really installed. Dish hopper, dish network, HDMI 1, HDMI 2, HDMI 3, arc, video 1, disabled. Video two component disabled. And that's those are my those are my inputs. Settings out of listed. Selected help in list settings. Settings out of list setting. HDMI two in list inputs. Eight. Selected settings in list settings. Okay. Settings. So, selected. Let's go to um, selected apps. Let's go to select, about. Selected storage and selected about settings. System update in list settings. I'm just gonna say there's a system update. System today. software update. System software update. System software update. Okay, button. System software update. Your software is up to date. Okay, system right, software update. Go. go back. Settings. System update. App updates. Go back. Settings. Again. Selected. Selected. D U A L S H O C K four. Selected. Home screen in. Selected. Search. Selected. Accessibility. Settings, turn off. captions, in audio description, services, screen reader, text magnification, Actually, screen reader turn on. Turn that on first. <laughs> Use screen reader. Disagree, but agree. Settings. Screen reader on, in list, text magnific, talk back, state on, on, off, stop talk back, cancel button. Okay. Configuration. Awesome. Okay. So now we got the Sony screen reader back. You can tell because the Home sounds screen. change. It sounds. I don't know if it's running pause. like an pause. older version of talk, but I have no tune, idea. That's tune really in radio. Weird. All right. So I'm going to go back into tune in. 94.3 The Wolf. And Country that'll make it. you howl. But if I, hit, if I hit up and down, I get nothing. 94.3. 60s. Okay. Now it's 94.3. All right. 94 it wasn't working earlier. And I didn't Country. think it worked, but it does. So if I hit right. 95.7. 96.5. B96.5. 97.1 ARTXF 97.5 Crescent Hill Radio 99.7 play uh, so click on play play University of and Brown so uh, so yeah the Sony screen reader seems to be the Home best results for me um, pause. Pause. It, it's uh, very you know it's just kind of hit and miss what works and what doesn't. I mean, you might have to go back to TalkBack, but I like having the options. So I hope this podcast demonstrates why I like Sony, why I think Sony TVs are the best, in my opinion, and gives you some more clarity. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we can sit and we can debate all day which is better. I'm just happy that TVs are finally doing something. Like for me... One thing that was cool is with the voice remote, I uh, used it, and you can hear it click on with the with the uh, show me pictures of dogs. Voice input mode. Click to speak. And I didn't know if it was actually showing me pictures of dogs because I can't see obviously, but I took a picture with B Spectacle <laughs> and asked it, "Can you see dogs on the screen?" And they said yes. And I just thought that was so cool. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. It just, you know, I, I, I just, I'm in complete control of my TV. I, I've not had anyone cited help me with anything except the install. I had to have somebody install it because I ordered one. It came to me. It shipped to me. It was broken. And I had to have somebody, I, I took it back into Best Buy and just had somebody come out and install it. It cost me 50 extra dollars, but it was well worth it. <laughs> Not to have to deal with the mess, and I recommend that to people if you're at all apprehensive, just pay the fifty dollars and be done with it. But the overall experience, I mean, to be able to 
have my remotes and do everything myself without having to ask someone sign it to do anything is awesome. I mean, I can literally go in and adjust the picture settings or the sound settings or, you know, I have access to the power settings, you know, just, you know, and even the guide that it offers. I mean, it's, it's just, it's unbelievable how life-changing that makes me feel. And I enjoy watching TV now. And I think when the Google Home can do more stuff with it, like they're talking about integrating, we, we don't have it yet. It, it can do YouTube, Google Play, coming soon with the update i believe it'll be able to do netflix because they're what it is it's not chromecast that's built in it's called google cast and there's a difference which i did not know about so chromecast is like the usb plug you can buy the google cast is software and they do not have them on equal playing grounds at this point they are planning to just isn't done yet so uh but eventually i'll be able to say play house of cards on the tv and it'll just start playing house of cards so, I mean, at the end of the day, I can already do that with the, um, with the let me show you that real, one more thing before we go, just as a little bonus. I showed you the ESPN thing, but let's do a show. So, let's do, um, voice input mode, click to Seinfeld. Speak. Did I confuse it? Voice input okay, mode. Click to speak. The Simpsons. Of course, I was just bragging about it. Now it's like, oh. Voice input mode. Oh, Click to speak. The Simpsons. Voice input mode. Click okay. to speak. One dollar and 99 cents. So Google Play. what it's going to do is it's going to bring up anything with The Simpsons. So you have Google Play. Conan O'Brien. One dollar and 99 cents. Google Play. Conan O'Brien. Hank Azaria, most Nancy Cartwright, Hank Conan O'Brien, since 1999, Family Guy. By animation on Fox 9 million 405, The Simpsons get a pool. Now the the, Simpsons, these are YouTube videos? To 1999, Fox, The Simpsons. The 9th of May 17, 2, 8 p.m., 8.30 p.m., FXXHD. Now these the are, Simpsons that's what I was wanting to see. This is the guide from my TV. So the next airing of The Simpsons... Is 30, this one. Oh, 30, oh, oh. The Simpsons, there's something about marrying. The 9th of May, 17, 2, 8 p.m., 8.30 p.m., FXXHD. So it actually show you what's on in the guide for the future if you do a search and maybe want to just see something. So that is very cool. And if it was actually on right now, I could click on that and it would take me right to that show, uh, which is, which is pretty cool. Pause. Pause. I can also cast TuneIn Radio from my phone to this if I wanted to. So if I just didn't want to deal with the app on there or something. I mean, the app is fine. But, if you know, I could pull it up on my phone and just cast it right there. I could do that, too. So it does, it does take cast. I actually cast. I have File Explorer on uh, my phone. And I cast audio and video from that app over to my TV. Uh, so it takes it from my time capsule or my external, you know, stuff I've downloaded from my time capsule plays it from my phone, creates a URL or whatever, and plays it on the Google Cast, and I can close my phone, and it still plays. Uh, I can close the app on my phone, and it still plays. So it's pretty cool. But I hope this helps. I, you know, I hope it taught you something and learned something from it. It's, uh, it's been a great TV. I know these things have been slow coming, but we're finally getting there. And I like this plus the talking dish. I have everything I've ever wanted from my TV system and more. Again, check the show notes for updates and for information on the model number. It is the Sony Bravia. I have the 700 series. And again, my name is Joseph Hodge. If you want to contact me, my email is josephlhodge at gmail.com. Um, and you can send me an email if you need or anything like that. I, I'll be glad to you know help out as much as I can. Take care, everyone. This is Randy Rusnak speaking. Next time, we'll have Joe Hodge on again. He will be talking about putting the speech engine eloquence on his Sony TV. Yep, that's right. By the way, yours truly purchased the same Sony TV that Joe was talking about. In future episodes, we'll be talking about the Amazon Element Fire TV. Scott Smith returns to talk about his dish system. He controls it with a skill from Amazon Echo, accessible cable boxes, and much, much more. And now back to Jason. 
Main Menu is brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It can be heard every Friday evening beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream, and it repeats every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can get it on any internet-connected device by going to acbradio.org mainstream, grab it as a podcast, listen using ACB Link for iOS, or call 605 605- at airtime. If you have ideas for things you would like reviewed or wish to submit something, feel free to email us, mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can find us on Twitter at mainmenu. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week.